0: Just wanted to give everybody an overview of the captivating message. Uh, I think it's basically the full gospel, and our role in that. And so, this is a great overview if you've not read the book before, or if you've read it and you just need a refresher. So, I'm going to read my notes. This is the mystery of life, the good news, the rest of the story. God made woman and man each unique. We have or once had desires that reveal that side of God. For men, it's a battle to fight, and, and an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. For women, it's to be fought for, to play an irreplaceable role in a shared adventure, and to be the beauty and unveil beauty. God has an enemy, once the great angel now fallen, who wants to retaliate and get revenge on God. Since he has no power to do it to God, God, he goes for God's kids, especially women, because we are the crowning touch of creation. Therefore, the enemy has wounded us. He has been deliberate in how he attacks, usually against your design, your unique glory which usually falls under the three core categories. For example, if God originally made you to love adventure, then maybe the enemy will attack you in a way to take away your confidence and your courage so that you hide in some way. So these wounds, you, there's usually a theme to them, to them, cause us to interpret a message. And because that message is so hurtful to us emotionally, we make vows to live in such a way as to avoid that again at all costs. So we start with wounds. That leads us to believe a message and that leads us to take a vow. Therefore, we live our life in a certain way, become a different personality sometimes to protect our hearts. We end up living far away from who we really are. We shut down or toughen up. and That causes more pain. Jesus comes on the scene. The hero arrives and his his verse is Isaiah 61 that he first reads and he declares that he will heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. God has been calling to us. He's been stoking your desire, your dreams, and he wants to wake you up. That's what all the great movies and books have shown us. He knows that he put unique desires and dreams in you and though they've been buried because of the wounds and messages and vows. Because your desires show what your design was intended to be, if you realize your God-given design, you will live out your destiny. Your destiny is what God uniquely made for you to do, and that is your irreplaceable role. If you don't find a way, no one will. So we've got to get your heart back. How? Well, a fellowship will protect him. Once the enemy sees you start to realize the truth, like in the Matrix, he will most likely Uh, rage and stalk you. You must be ready, fully awake. You are at war. And the church never really talks about this. Uh, Not as if the enemy is really that much of a threat in many ways. You have to fight for your own heart and your friend's hearts too. And how? We We reawaken our dreams and desires and believe that you are fought for. You are an irreplaceable role. And you are the person with beauty to offer. Uh, Once you believe and live out the truth, that truth about your glorious part of you, the the glorious who you are, truly are, there's no fake modesty there. You're bold, kind of like an Akilah in the Bee, when she realizes. Then by living in that glory, you show who God is, and you give others the courage to live out their calling. How many people suffer because you don't live out your glory? This is the the deal, guys. They were wrong about you. All the great movies show this. Cinderella, Titanic, Harry Potter even, King Arthur, Sabrina. You were made for greatness, for glory. You have to fight for your own heart and then for the hearts of others. To form a band of brothers or a circle of women. Battle in prayer and care for each other's hearts. If you don't know specifically your glory, ask God to tell you who you are to him. How he sees you, he will tell you may take a while, and to perfect your hearing, he wants to be intimate in fellowship with you and you with him. he'll guide you in unrevealing all this in revealing all this if you pursue him uh, the church is kind, the church i mean that word in general, like um not the church you go to but Christianity has sometimes become more about being good, behaving, being polite. Well, really, we're supposed to be princess warriors and fight. we're in the fight of our lives and for the lives of others' hearts. So what do we need to do? Renounce the vows and friends can help us here. Battle in prayer against the enemy and rush the fields like Eowyn. I am no man. Claim your freedom to be you. Let others feel the weight of your glory. This gives God more glory than being a fake modest, because you're showing God's design and who he made you to be, and God doesn't make junk. Once you are your glorious self, and no one gets this perfect, then you're able to set free the captives around you, like in Gladiator. That is God's mission, his good news. Heaven is not just what it's all about. This is where Eldridge is accused of making the gospel too good to be true. Like, what? You're meant to live a large, expansive life. Living your dreams is not selfish. It's God's design for you. And you had better do it. Sure, it's a lot easier to just live the daily grind. Everything that you set out to do, you probably will have a battle to fight for. It'll be opposed. So don't be surprised. Don't be scared. You have all the authority to thwart the enemy and to win the victory. And I love that song from Switchfoot, this is your life. Are you who you want to be? And Jesus said, I have come to set the prisoners free. And just like Neo had to decide, are you going to take the red pill or the blue pill? To sum it up, the story of your life is the long and brutal attack against your heart by the one who knows what you could be and fears it. And it is the glorious story of the one who made you and is calling you out to stand in the glory he has destined for you to be through his ultimate victory. I've put together a little uh, visual that basically kind of sums up some of this message. And it's a very interesting cycle because at the place of your greatest gifting, is also usually what's been attacked and the source of your wounds and your vows. So I'm going to send the picture of that cycle of how we come from wounds to messages and then settling in, living out of our vows, where when we open this up and realize it, we start to stoke our desires and we renounce the vows and we claim the truth about us, we find that our design is really what we were meant to be That's been opposed, so we stand up against that and take our rightful spot. And that brings us to our destiny and what we're meant to live out, to give to our life, our family, our world, and make a difference in the world in the way God designed for each of us uniquely to do. The bottom line is, it's not too late to become the woman you'd always hoped you'd be. Because in the heart of God, that is who you are.